discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you know what I just remembered? I just remember the last time I was here. When Pastor Antonio was introducing me. <laughs> you remember? That's when I was talking about the Holy Spirit reminded me and said, Do you remember? I said, Oh, I remember. Wow, what a blessing. It's so good to be here. It's so um it's this place is a place I always look forward to coming. Yeah. Every time. It's I think this is one of the greatest churches in the whole wide world. Yes. Hallelujah. Can you kindly lift up your right hand to us, heaven? Father, we are grateful. Just thank God for this opportunity. Father, we are grateful. Dear Holy Spirit, speak to us. Talk to us. Let your word come to us afresh. Anoint us with fresh oil. Make our lives easier. Make our lives nicer. Make our lives sweeter. Through your word and through your spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord, to love you, to have you in perspective. Help us to have only you. Yes, thank you. For grace, release upon every single individual. Thank you that before we step out of this place tonight, we are stepping out as different people. We are turned into another man to your glory and to your praise. May no hapa falagade. Father, thank you. We are grateful for this opportunity. We receive your word with meekness, with gladness, and with great joy, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. May kindly take your seats. I think we should celebrate our pastor. And his newly married wife. Wow. What a blessing. It's like you're not happy that your pastor is married. Are you happy that your pastor is married? You're happy that your pastor is married. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. Your pastor has gone to enjoy himself. Yes. You have to be there. Receive grace to marry in Jesus' name. Receive grace to have a proposal from a good man in Jesus' name. You can have a proposal, but it can be a proposal that is going to bring you to your death. There was a lady in the U.S. who got married to this wonderful man of God. She didn't know she was marrying her killer. It was, it was all about the news. 
I think last two years. Yeah. So receive grace to have a proposal from a good man who will marry you and treat you well, treat you right. Yes, receive it. All those who are taking it seriously, it's yours. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's a blessing. So I came with Pastor Mark. Let's go now, Pastor. Wonderful man of God. You know, when the Bible, this morning I was reading about faithful sons in the Bible. That was my quiet time this morning. Faithful sons. And I saw about 12 names. Yes. Paul said, my faithful son. He called Timothy, my faithful son. He called Epaphras, my faithful son. He called different people, my faith. Who is faithful in the Lord? Who is faithful in the Lord? Who is faithful in the Lord? The Bible says, a faithful man who can find. One of the most difficult things to have are faithful people in the ministry. People who are with you. People who will die for you. People who will be there for you. People who go to the ends of the earth for you. Today I call those, those who work with me closely and I just said thank you to them. I called them. They thought I was coming to, I came to have a very wild meeting. <laughs> they were all shaking. When they came, I told them I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for being there. Thank you for moving around with me. Thank you for recording. Thank you for making the messages available. I'm grateful. And I, I did some things for them. It's a blessing to have people, to have helpers. Yes. And Pastor Mark is one of my faithful sons who has been there for many years. Yes. Hallelujah. Well, God bless you for your faithfulness. Pray for grace to be faithful to the end. Grace to be faithful to the end. Until your last breath. Be there to bury me. To the glory of God. Hallelujah. I will not bury you, bury me. Because I'm older than you. Yeah, so you have to bury me. Hallelujah. I came with another wonderful man of God and his beautiful wife. Yeah. I came with Pastor Fee and his beautiful wife. Yes, they have a beautiful church. Um, I'm trying to remember the name. I, I remember the logo all the time. It's the logo that is Fishers of Men, FM. Uh-huh. So it's FM that is coming into my mind. Because whenever I think about you and whenever I pray for you, it's FM that comes to my mind. Yeah, so Pastor Fee is here. He has a beautiful church. Yes, beautiful church, beautiful church, beautiful church. Yes. You're welcome, sir. Thank you. You mentioned someone else was coming. Is he here? Yes, Pastor, you're welcome. It's good to see you. Thank you for coming. Yes, God bless you so much. Pastor Rich, it's good to see you. Richmond, it's good to see you. Pastor Jane, it's good to see you. Pastor Gladys, it's good to see you. Thank you. Pastor Gladys is here. Thank you for being a faithful... I think Pastor Gladys is one of our faithful servants of God, isn't it? Yeah. There are sacrifices she has made to be here that you have no idea about. God bless you. Thank you for your sacrifices. Thank you for your faithfulness. Yes, God bless you. If you're a shepherd, I want you to rise. Can we all kindly sit down? If you're a shepherd, I want you to rise up on your feet. I want us to clap for you. If you're a shepherd here. Yes. All shepherds, God bless you. You are greatly appreciated. Hallelujah. So you're all welcome. Thank you for coming to see me on such short notice. I think I mentioned I was going to be here exactly a week ago, maybe on Monday. Yes, the Lord told me to just come and be here. So it's great to be here. 
And I know that tonight God is going to speak to us in his own way, in his own, um, in his own wisdom. I want to share with you concerning the anointing. That is what the Lord is telling me to share about. The anointing. The anointing. You see. Everything boiled. Everything that is boiled cannot be compared to things, the same things that are fried. Is it true? Have you eaten boiled yam before? Boiled yam is nice. But fried yam. Have you eaten fried yam before? Fried yam is very nice. Fried yam, fried yam has another. It has another whatever. It's nicer. Have you eaten boiled um, egg? You see, boiled egg and fried egg. It's like different womb. What do you think? Yeah. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that your life will become sweeter and exciting and enjoyable and blessed and glorious if you would learn to engage more in the anointing your life will change David was just just a small shepherd boy moving around singing nice songs to the Lord just a normal guy. But then there was a day that God sent for him to be anointed. And when he was anointed, when the oil touched him, the Bible says that, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon him from that day forward. First Samuel chapter 17. I think verse 23. Look for it if you can find it. Did I say 17? 16, sorry. 16. Look for it and put it up. Yeah, first, verse 13, rather, not 23. It says, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel arose up and went to Ramah. When the anointing of God's Spirit came upon David, he changed into another man. That's what happens when you receive the anointing. That's what happens when the anointing of God's Spirit, you know, comes into your life. You change into another man. Everything about your life changes. As I'm standing here, I'm standing here because of the anointing. There's something that is working for me. Yeah. There's something that is working upon my life. There's something that is making a way for me. There's something that is making my life beautiful. It's called the anointing. The power of God. The glory of God. Sometimes it's called the grace of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm sharing with you one of the most important messages you can ever hear in your life. Yes. The anointing is intangible. It's not seen with, with physical eyes. You may easily ignore it. You may easily think it's nothing. You may easily think, I mean, this is, I, I can't really tell what's going on. But... If you start seeing it, you know, that one of the things that shows that you are anointed is when you start noticing the anointing. When you start noticing that, ah, this person is, is not ordinary. This person is different. This person has something working for him. You see, your inability to see that this person is not a normal person 
We are all human beings. But out of the human beings, they are those who are greatly helped by God. They are those who are what? Greatly helped by God. Like everything they do, it just starts prospering. It just starts working. Yeah. They are businessmen. But they are businessmen whose businesses end up going beyond Ghana. It just goes, just, just becomes something great. Hey. <laughs> All of a sudden, David was now killing bears. And killing lions. Why? Because of that particular anointing that had come into his life. So a Christian who wants to, to be more than the normal, like normal, I mean, you're, you're a lady, you're a guy, you're just moving around, you're just happy, excited, but not much results. In your much chance, you see, it takes a long time for one thing to change in your life. What it means is that you need to double up in the anointing. You need to double up in the spirit. Now, are Christians anointed? Emphatically, yes. Every child of God is anointed. Every child of God is what? Yeah. First John chapter 2, verse 20. Look at First John 2, 20. But you have an unction or an anointing from the Holy One. The word unction is anointing. You have an anointing or an unction from the Holy One. And you know all things. So every Christian is anointed. If you go to verse 27, you'll see some more. Go to verse 27. Same book, same chapter. Verse 20. It says, but the anointing which you have received from him. It's like you two have received an anointing from him. Can you imagine? Are you a child of God? He says, you have an anointing from him. Yes. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is working practically in your life. Do you see? Yes. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is what? Working practically in your life. That's the truth. But there are Christians who are not interested in the anointing. They don't. They are not interested. The problem is with the interests. Do you see? That's the problem. The problem is with the neglect. We neglect the anointing in our lives. We neglect the power of God in our lives. And we use our strength. Meanwhile, the Bible says in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, that not by... Let's, let's look at it. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. Hey! Do you like my message or don't like my message? Then he answered and spoke unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was trying to build the temple of God, was trying to build the house of God. And then God said to him, to, said to the prophet to tell him, that that's here the Lord. Listen, this temple you are trying to build, this church you are trying to raise, as of your church will not, it will not work with us, not by might. You see, if you are not careful, you will think that it's your, it's your in, in, intelligence. It's because you are smart. It's because your, your, your structures. It's because you are you have gone to a certain type of school. You are, you are an administrator. It's because you have a certain uh, like you, it's because of how nice your wife is looking. Hey. You think that it's because of I don't know. Maybe you've you've traveled abroad before or something. You see, that is why things are working. There are pastors who think that the other pastors' own are working because they are fair, because they are tall. Because they have Jerry Kells. Then Bishop Oedepo should not be should not be anointed at all. Bishop Oedepo should be the last anointed person because he's Sakura. No height. No fairness. Hey! No beard. Nothing. Just has his white suit and his red tie. Some people think it's in the color of the suit you wear. 
why some people see Pastor Chris? They think that it's because of the Jerry Kells, the suit and the fairness and how, how he, listen, there's something intangible that is working that you don't know about. I tell you. And you have to see it. And you have to go for that. <laughs> if you don't see it, you'll be shocked. Yeah. You'll be struggling for nothing. You think it's follow up. Brother, it's not follow up. You think it's so winning. Sister, it's not so winning. You think it's, uh, it's, it's what? Structures. Brother, it's not structures. Accent. It's not accent. It's not vocabulary. At all. Yeah. Not by might. Yes. If you think it's by might. If you think a Christian who thinks that her beauty is what will make will get her marriage. It's, you are going for a long you have a long journey. Beauty. Have you read Proverbs? Have you do you know Proverbs? Proverbs chapter 30. Eh? The Bible says, Beauty is what? Vain. Can you can you show me that verse? The, I think it's the last but one verse of Proverbs chapter 30. Is Proverbs 30 or 31? Sorry, Proverbs 31, right? Proverbs 31, last but one verse. Yeah, Proverbs 31, 30. He says, favor is deceitful. And beauty is vain. But the woman that fear the Lord, she shall be praised. Beauty is what? You, you see, if when sometimes when you're beautiful, you even have more stress because you have more, a lot of men stopping you by the road. Have you noticed? The girls who are average, nobody worries them, and they always the, the lady who married the first lady to marry in my university class, the class I, I was when I was in university, was not pretty at all, but she was the first to marry. All the pretty girls did not marry. It took, it took a while and some prayers and fastings before when they learned their lesson, then marriage came. Yeah. Yeah. Some ladies don't, they don't, they don't, they think that it's beauty. It's because of the school you have gone to. Yeah. Beauty is what? It's vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. It's your fear of the Lord that brings something, something to you or makes you beautiful makes you exciting and makes you attractive yeah i can force it to buy it to say yeah character is like pregnancy no matter how much you try to hide it it will come out it's just time yeah you're fearing the lord tempers your temp your, your your character so that you can be married and so that you can stay married and there are some people who marry and not be able to stay married. No, you have done the wedding, but as to whether you stay there for the next 50 years, it's also another thing. Yeah. You will be coming home very soon. Receive grace not to go home. Receive grace to not go back to your father's house. Hey, all those who are taking it seriously, receive it also. Yeah. Those of you who are, who are just there. Uh, remember what I told you. You don't know. Hallelujah. Not by might. Tell me about not by might. Not by might. <laughs> you are starting a business. You are leaving school. You think it's because of your certificate that you are going to get a job. Think again. Think again. People have left school for years. Nothing is happening. 
you need the power of God to work in your life. You need the power of the Holy Ghost to work in your life. You need to start giving attention to the Holy Spirit. You need to start giving, a, you need to, you need to start sanctifying yourself in order for the Holy Spirit to do whatever He wants to do with you. Listen, Ephesians chapter 5, and verse 25, 26, and 27. Look at it, Ephesians 5, 25. 25, please. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave Himself for it. Next verse. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Next verse. Then it says, so that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be what? Holy and without blemish. Jesus is coming for a church that is holy and without blemish. There are some things that you do that prevents the anointing from working in your life. Let me go and preach to the Cape Coast people. Maybe I should. A two. Maybe two. Maybe two years. Listen. Sit down. If you stand up, I become confused. I, I, can't, I can't see what is going on. Hey! Jesus is coming for a church that is what? Without spots or wrinkles. Or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish, without spots, and without wrinkle. No oldness in the church. God wants youth in the church. But he wants youthfulness that has holiness. Hmm. Wow. You will be shocked that your lack of sanctification is preventing the anointing from working in your life in a certain way, even though you are anointed. Because the fornication is too much. Hey. The lying is too much. Do you know the dangers of lying? Especially when you lie to a man of God. Your pastor has called you. What is happening? Oh, pastor, I don't know about it. You are, you are bringing a case upon you. You have to be very careful. Ananias and Sapphira lied. That was it. They died. Eh? Gehazi lied. What happened to him? Leprosy. He received leprosy. Live and colored. All those who lied in the Bible had problems. You can be a pastor who is into lying. Some pastors lie on reports. As they are sending the reports, they will say, there were, there were two people there. They will say there were, there were seven people there. You are a liar. So the anointing cannot work in your life. Yes. Do you see? Yeah. Child of God, you are sucking someone's breast somewhere. Yeah. Bye bye. See you. I'll see you. Hey! Hey! Tell anybody you think you are the only one who's been tempted. Tell the other neighbor. Some people are not saying it though. Tell your neighbor. You think you are the only one being tempted, eh? Do you know how I'm suffering? Tell anybody, do you know how I'm suffering? Do you know how I'm suffering? I'm really suffering. Hey! You want the anointing to work in your life? You want that? Who shall ascend? Who shall ascend? 
Who shall ascend to the holy hill of the Lord? A man with what? Clean hands. Pure heart. One who does not have any deceit in his heart. Yeah. A lying tongue, he says, I hate. Can you put it up? Psalm 24. It is not a joke. It is not. Listen. You have no idea. Okay, he says, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Because you see, he says, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Says, you need the spirit of God to work in your life. Without hindrance. There are things we do that hinders the Holy Spirit. There are things we do that hinders the Holy Spirit. That is, that is what is destroying a lot of things. That is what is delaying a lot. It's like sometimes someone is delayed for a long time because there's so much foolishness around you. Yes. And you're not making any effort to take it out of your life. You are caught up in fornication. Make an effort to come out of it. Remember that the Lord does not like it. You are caught up in lying, in deceit. Come out of it. Decide that you are going to come. You want the Holy Spirit to work in your life easily? Decide that you are going to live in a certain way. He wants a church without blemish, without spots, without what wrinkles. He wants a youthful church, and he wants a church that has no spots. No spots. Holy. Without blemish. Yeah. That's what he wants. I'm sorry to tell you, but there are a lot of things that are not working because the fruitfulness is not happening because you have you have blocked the fruitfulness yes you have blocked the fruitfulness. the thing is not flowing as it's supposed to the spirit of god is there but you have blocked him you have put him in a jail why because of your constant ignoring of the promptings of the holy spirit and the holy spirit prompts you everybody here you know oh the Holy Spirit prompts you. Yeah. One pastor told a certain lady, I wish I can, but I can't. Yeah. I wish I can, but I can't. The lady had opened his leg, her legs like that. Let's get, let's get down to the job. The pastor said, I wish I can, but I, something must be holding, something must hold you. You think it's nothing? Ask Joseph. Ask who? If Joseph had followed his erections, why well, you can't say erections in this house? It's just a loud economy church. It's a loud economy. For a moment, I felt I was in the Presby, Presby Church or Methodist or something. I can feel free. If he had allowed his erections to direct him, I tell you, yeah, it would have been a very big problem. As for the erections, you have it, but don't let it direct you. Don't let it lead you. Tell the nearest young man by you that ask for the erections. You will have it. But don't let it lead you. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you in the chair? Yeah, because sometimes one release, one release of spams. Yeah, one really, you'll be shocked that the anointing cannot, it's like it's not working in your life anymore. Yeah. It's not, it's not working in a certain way. Yeah. The thing is not flowing. All the blessings are just cutting because you, you could not keep yourself in a certain way for the Lord. You have released all the blessings. 
Like, let the fear of the Lord guide you. Small. Let the fear of the Lord what? Guide you. If you are not careful, you will live. You will say that, oh, grace. I have grace. I have grace. You are joking. Titus chapter 2, verse 11. Oh, yes. Yeah. We'll go back to the holy hill of the Lord. Okay? But Titus, look at Titus 2, 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying what? Ungodliness. And receive bigger screens in Jesus' name. Receive bigger screen, bigger screen, bigger screen. Yes. Teaching us that deny ungodliness and worldly lust. We should live soberly, righteously. We should live soberly and righteously. He's expecting to live righteously and godly in this present world. In this present world. In this present world. He knows the pressure that is around. And he says, I want you to live godly for me. I want a church without blemish. So that the anointing can flow in your life. Yeah. Have you read about Esther before? Sit down for two minutes. Esther. Esther was chosen for God. For the king. Esther was chosen for the king. She went for a beauty contest and she won. Now because Esther was separated unto the king. Esther could not have a boyfriend outside. She couldn't have a boyfriend anywhere. Beloved. The day she had a boyfriend. She has a boyfriend with somebody. That's it. That's it. She has lost everything. Okay. She was sanctified, separated, holy. When we say holy, we are talking about dedicated to God. One that has the presence, dedicated with the presence of God upon it. That's what you you have become. You are separated and the presence of God is resting upon you. Do you get it? That's what it means to be holy. Holiness has everything to do with not being common. It has nothing to do with sin. It has everything to do with with not being common. Like you are not, if these chairs are not common because they are in the the house of God. If these chairs are taken to a pub, they are for the pub. It's uncommon. But because they are found in the house of God, the presence of God is inside, it's omnit in a certain way. Someone can receive his healing on the chair. Someone can have a a change while sitting on the chair because it's dedicated unto God. When it comes to you, you are dedicated to God. Yeah. He says, don't you know that my, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you? Whom you have received from God? Then he says, you are not your own. For you were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your body and with your spirit, which are God's. Your body is a temple. It's not only your spirit, though. Your body. That's what the Bible says. First Corinthians chapter 6 is all over. Your body. Your body, too, is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Eh? Yes. He says, your body is a member of Christ. Shall I take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? He says, God forbid. Do you see? It's 1 Corinthians 6, 15. No, I know you know that your bodies are the members of Christ. Shall I then, your body is all. Your body, not your spirit, your body. If you think your body is nothing, you are joking. Your body, this body is, is a member, not only your spirit. Your spirit, our spirits are members of the body of Christ. But our bodies are also members of the body of Christ. Because in the resurrection, it's the same body that you have. Glorified. This same body you have is what if you are short, you are short by the grace of if you are tall, you are tall. I mean, I don't know what the Lord will do. Maybe He will elevate all of us to be the same height, but I mean, I mean this this is it. Start thanking God for what you have. Yes. If you are short, you can maneuver through life easily. Those who are tall are easily seen. They are easy targets. Hey. Hmm. He says your members, your body, so tell me about your body. Not only your spirit, but your body are members of Christ. 
Yes, your body is a member of Christ's body. Body you. <laughs> then he says, shall I take the members of Christ and make them members of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know you not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two seeth he shall be one flesh. Yes. It's talking about your body. Every part of your body. Yes. Of course, your beggars is part of the body of Christ. Yes. So the beggars you have is not for you. The VJJ you have is not for you. <laughs> it's for your lips. Someone will say, oh, my beggars is not going there. By your mouth. You are kissing everywhere. It's one of yogurt. Hey! You are kissing what? <laughs> wow. Do you like my message? Or I should go, I should go back to Accra. Do you want the anointing to work in your life? Are you sure you want the anointing to work in your life? <laughs> the anointing will make you rich. No, even if you say in Jesus' name or not, that's, the, that's what it does. The anointing prospers you. The anointing is the voice of the Spirit, the voice of God. You see, the anointing speaks, the anointing is the Holy Spirit. Too. The Holy Spirit is the anointing. Okay? And He can speak to you about issues, about things. He can tell you this. I mean, you see, today was the first day we went on TV. God told me we're going to go on TV at, the, at this time. I didn't forgotten about it. He told me we're going to go on TV at this time, about seven years ago. Yeah. If you have been listening to the message, you hear me say it somewhere. And the timeline is the same. Before I was made a bishop, God told me the, the date, the, how old I'll be when, when I'm made a, when, that I'll be made a bishop. God told me. And how it will happen. Yes. Can you imagine? And when I was, the same thing happened the same way. And it was going to be done a, day, a week or two before my birthday. Mysteriously, it was postponed to after my birthday for me to be the age that I said by the anointing of the Spirit that it was going to happen. Can you imagine? Yeah. Mysteriously. Now, you can have access to some information that nobody has. God can show you, do this. And when you do it, it just starts working. But for you to hear, God does not just talk. He says, listen, who will come close to me? Who is the one who comes close? Who is the one I allow to come close to me? But go back to Psalm 24, verse 3. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall, in basic terms, who will come close to me? Who can come close to me? Do you see? There are some things that I would want to say that I can't say in this microphone because it is public. Do you see? But I can wrap my hand around someone. I'll say something else to the person. When the person's, my, 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 the person is close. When you are close, there are things you hear that nobody else hears. Yeah, yeah. Just being around makes you hear some things. Makes you see some, some things. That will change a lot of things about you. Yeah, yeah. So he says, who will come around? Who is the one who will come around? Who, who is the one I can flow with? The one I can talk to? The one I can share my secrets with? Job said his prosperity was as a result of the secrets of God that he had. Eh? When the, secrets, when the secrets of the Lord was upon my tabernacle. Can you put it up for me? Yeah. Job 39, verse 29, 4. He says, And as I, as I was in the days of my youth, 
When the secret of God was upon my tabernacle, it's not everybody who has a secret of God. Job had the secret of God. Next verse. Look at it. Then it says, When the Almighty was yet with me, when my children were about me, when I washed my steps with butter, and the rock poured out rivers of oil. It's talking about the anointing. The anointing flows in my life. Next verse. When I went out to the gate through the city, when I prepared my seat in the street, the young men saw me and hid themselves, and the aged arose and stood up. Next verse. The princes refrained talking and laid their hand on their mouth. Like, wisdom, the wisdom of God was so strong in him because of the secret of God that he had. That is, when the young men see him, they rise up and then salute him. And when the old men see him, they, they, they stand, they, they, they keep quiet. The nobles held their peace. Just because of his, the secrets of God. Just because of the secrets of God. The, the nobles held their peace and, the, and their tongue clipped to the roof of their mouth. Noble men cannot even talk when I'm around. Like when I talk, so much, so much wisdom. Next verse. When the ear heard me, it ble- then it blessed me. And when the eye saw me, it gave, me it, gave, it gave witness to me. Continue. Because I delivered the poor that cried, the anointing taught him to do this. To, to be a blessing to others. I delivered them, the, the poor that cried, and the fatherless, and him that had none to help him. Yes. The blessing of him that was ready to perish came upon me, and I caused the widows to sing for joy. Prosperity, yeah. Just, I could bless widows. My, my presence makes widows sing for joy. Yeah. Next verse. I put on righteousness, and it clothed me. My judgment was as a robe of, a, a robe and a diadem. I was eyes to the blind. And fit was I to the lame. I helped every group of people. You cannot, you cannot help the blind and the lame if you are not rich. This guy was super rich. Why? He says, the secret of God was upon my tabernacle. Yes. I was a father to the poor. Every poor man, I'm the one who takes care of me. And the cause which I knew not, I searched out. Full of wisdom and knowledge. Yeah. Okay, next verse. And I break the jaws of the wicked and pluck the spoil out of his teeth. Because of my presence, wicked people do not have a, a field day around. Yeah. Security conscious. Then I said, I shall die in my nest and I shall multiply my days as a son. Yeah. You can go, you see his prosperity as you read on. You'll be shocked. Just because of the secrets of the Lord. Now, the secrets of the Lord are revealed to those who are close. If you are not close, you are not getting it. I'm sorry to say, you just get the general things. If you don't go deeper, you see, a whale. Hmm? There, there used to be something called whale fishing. They, they, they used to fish for whales. Okay? Because some years ago, we hadn't discovered oil from the ground. So the fuel that was used to power most things was from the whales, the fat of the whales. Do you see? Are you in the church? So they needed to go and fish for them. Now you can't find a whale at the seashore. There's a sea right here. Have you seen a whale there is moving and greeting everybody? Ooh, hello. You, can't, you can never find a whale at the seashore. If you want to find a whale, you need to go deep. You need to go days and weeks and months into the deep in order to be able to find a whale. And you need to have a certain type of scale in order to be able to catch one. Yeah. That's how the anointing to us. There's the shore knee level, ankle level type of anointing. That does not do anything. Type of influence. It doesn't, it doesn't move anything. If you are going to your house and you see water in front of your house and you check and you realize that the water is just around your ankle level. Will you say it has flooded in my house? I'm going home. You will not say it has flooded in your house. You, 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 you remove your shoes and go. Isn't it? 
But if you get there and there's a whole something, a whole flood, half of your house is gone. Will you say you are going home? You can't go, so go and find somewhere. Yeah. There's an anointing that is like a river. If you read Ezekiel chapter 47, you see it. It talks about the ankle level of the anointing. There are levels though. There's ankle level, there's knee level, there's loin level, and then there's the swimming level. Yes. You can have the swimming level as a child of God. Where the influence of the Spirit is so high in your life that the Lord can speak to you. Your ears are open for the Lord to speak to you. Yeah. <laughs> I know someone who used to go to a certain country in Asia. You know, and he had been going for about 17 years of his life. He would go and take something, spare parts, do some one or two things and come. Okay. And then there was this particular material that he didn't know had value. He became serious with God. Started praying, started fasting, started, you know, getting to know the Lord, stopped all the foolish things. Became serious with God, basically. One day he was passing by those things and the Lord said, take them to your country. He became a millionaire. Because those things were valuable. He had, he had no idea. Nobody had an idea. He made it valuable. Yeah. It was so valuable, he had no idea. You can be passing by your prosperity all the time and never know. You need, you need the voice of the Spirit in your life to say, do this. Yeah. Isaac was about to pack bag and baggage and leave to Egypt. Egypt was like, like the America of their, of their time. Yes. Like, I'm going to America. It's a place to live. God told him, don't go. The ability to hear, don't go. Stay here and do this. That one is very expensive. It's the most expensive thing in the whole world. To be able to hear what to do and know what to do. It's very expensive. And that's what you're looking for. You don't want some lying to destroy that. You don't want some fornication to destroy that. You don't want some stealing to destroy that. You don't want something that you... I mean, who has sent? Who has sent? It is only the one who has clean hands. Yeah. Are you see what I'm talking about? I don't want to miss the voice of the Spirit. I don't want to miss my, my, my day of visitation. So I'll, I'll take my Lord seriously. That's why you need to read your Bible. Are you in the church? Instead of being on TikTok, Instagram, I want to hear that. I, I, I don't know when God is going to speak to me. Just, just recently, two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, I was sitting in church. Pastor Eli was preaching, and I was sitting there. As he was preaching, the Lord spoke to me, do this. Ah. I, I. When we closed, I called them and told them, this is what the Lord says actually. They all started shouting because we knew that that was what we were missing. Yeah. We all knew that that was what we were missing, but we didn't know it was important. All of a sudden, it became important. Today, we crossed a certain figure. We crossed a certain figure. Last week, of course, we crossed a certain figure. But that was only Sunday. But this one is normal Sunday. We crossed a certain figure. And we're just thanking God. Because of what God showed me, do this. And we are putting all our effort in that. Can you imagine? If you can't hear, you are in trouble. You'll be passing by the very, very person who is supposed to help you get some things done. And you don't know that he's the person who's supposed to get, help you get some things done. One of the most expensive things is for a pastor to be able to, the most, the expensive, the most valuable things or greatest ability is for the, a pastor to know that this one can handle missions and church monitoring and this. This one can handle finance. This one can be a branch pastor here. This one can, be, can do this here. The ability to see, to notice who can do what and choose the person to do what he is supposed to do is from the Spirit. You don't want to miss that. 
You don't want to miss that. Or else you'll be, there will be a, a great person around there and you don't even know. Like Jacob said, the Lord was here and I knew it not. I knew it not. The Lord was here and I knew it not. I pray for grace for you to not miss what God wants for you. Yeah. Hey. Who shall ascend? Who shall ascend? I want the anointing to work in my life. Yes, I want to have more, like more. Never stagnating. Stagnation is, 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 is a difficult thing to deal with, though. Do you know? Stagnation. And a lot of Christians are battling with stagnation. Stagnation. A lot of things are not. Check, check yourself. You'll notice that there are some things that God does not like. That is there. Because you want God, you want God to be close to you. Eh? Who shall I say? Who, or who shall stand in his holy hill? Who shall stand in his holy hill? His hill is holy. His hill is what? Holy. It's holy. Esther was holy to the, to the king. So Esther could have her requests met. Esther could be accepted before, before the king. When Esther, the time Esther was appearing before the king, it was a very dangerous time. She could have died. But because of her sacredness to the king, the king said, oh, come in. You can come. He stretched the scepter and said that he can, she can come in. Uh, Esther chapter 5 from verse 1. You can see it there. I'm just preaching to you. I'm just sharing my heart with you. Okay? Yeah. And when Esther got into the presence of the king, Esther could ask for whatever. The king said that, ask up to half of my kingdom. I'll give it to you. All those who are close can have up to half of what God has. Yeah. Even more. Because God, I mean, God says what he has is no use for you. Everything that he has is for you. Yeah. The king said, ask whatever to have the kingdom. And Esther had things being reverted for her sake. He said, God, God, the king was just moving on her behalf, easily, just moving, do, doing things for her. Why? Just because of her sacredness. She's secret to him. Do you understand? Yes, this is my baby. God wants you to be his baby. Yes, that he does things for. Yes. That he takes seriously. It's like when you appear, you start talking, the Lord says, Oh, Charlie, Gabriel, do something for this guy, do something for this lady. Yeah. When you open your mouth to talk, it's his head. Yes. When you say it, it starts happening. How will that happen? Become, decide to become sacred to the Lord. Are you in the church? Yes. Psalm 24 once again. Let me show it to you. Who shall ascend? Next verse, verse 4. He that has clean hands. And he that has a pure heart. Some of you, it's not fornication, it's not any of those things. It's offense. Unforgiveness, bitterness, divisions, wickedness. Yes. It's killing you. It's removing a lot of good things from your life. For some, it's pride. Come be humble and say, I don't know. Teach me. Can you help me? Because the one who is supposed to help you are fighting with the person. Yes. You are quarreling with the person. They didn't allow you to sing the song you wanted to sing. Ah, you people are here. They didn't allow you to sing the song you wanted to sing. So you are offended. You are not happy. Yeah. Are you sure what I'm talking about? I want to be special to the Lord. I want to be special to the Lord. See, I want to be special to the Lord. It comes with a lot of nice things. 
many, many nice things. <laughs> Adeboye was on his way to go and preach somewhere there in a certain country. As he was going, there was a motorcade that was leading, a motor guy who was, you know, a policeman leading them. And then all of a sudden, a big truck, okay, that he was stopping, didn't see the policeman. So the policeman got to a junction, stopped this group, stopped this group. When he was stopping this group, the, the truck didn't see him and carried him off the motorbike, broke the motorbike, broke his helmet, his head had crashed, he was dead, practically. He was dead. Everybody noticed, knew that he was dead. And the boy said he got down and said, oh, the guy is dead. Oh. When he sat in his car, he said he had to go and preach because the man who had invited him, he was not there, it wasn't his, his church, he had been invited to preach. He can't say that he won't go. So he decided to continue. He said as he was going, he prayed that God take care of this man. You know it's because of me that he has had this problem. And then he went to preach. After preaching for three hours, doing whatever for three hours, when he was on his way back, he asked the driver, can we go? I want, to, I want us to go. He asked the people, I want us to go and go and see the guy in the morgue and then see what we can do for his family. I want to do something for his family and all of that. Then he said, oh, that guy, he's alive. And there's no broken bone. Everything is okay. His head, we don't know about his head. Everything is fine. There's no blood. There's, there's no bleeding anywhere. No internal bleeding. Nothing. He's gone back home. He's with his wife. So if you want us to go and see him, that's okay. We can go and see him. Yeah. When you are a, when you are a favorite, a favorite of God, eh, people can people around you can be defended. Yeah, yeah, that's it. People around you can be defended. God moves does things because of just because of you. Mm. The anointing starts working in a set strange way. Strange way. Like as you are talking, it's being done. As you are thinking, it's being done. Yeah. You don't want to... If you, if you catch it at a young age, you'll be fine. You will have it for the rest of your life. Your life will be cut short. Like, the, the, the struggles of life will be cut short for you. You will not have to struggle. Yeah. You will not have to struggle at all. A lot of people are struggling because of this particular thing I'm saying. Yeah. They don't mind God. They don't think God. I mean, they, do, they disrespect God. Do whatever they want to do. God, you, you wake up in the morning, God says, read your Bible. You take your phone, you are scrolling, TikTok, Instagram, everything for 24 hours. No Bible, nothing. You see what I'm talking about? Receive grace to read your Bible. There's grace for re- reading Bible. I pray for grace, grace to read your Bible. I pray for grace to be sick eh, when you don't read your Bible. In the name of, receive that grace. Yes. Receive grace to be sick when you don't read your Bible. And as you read, you become fine. As you are reading, you are becoming fine and becoming fine, becoming fine. Receive that grace. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Can you see it? Sit down for two minutes. One day. Hmm. Pastor Chris was in a meeting. As he was in the meeting, a call came that one of his secretaries has had an accident. And I mean, it's like the person is gone. Then he came outside and lifted his hands like this and went back to go and preach. A call came and said, He's back, everything is okay, everything is fine. You want, to be, you want to be special for the Lord. You want, to be spe- you want to be special for the Lord. What do you think? Oh, you don't like it? You like it? Yeah. You like it? Yeah. Yeah. There are conditions to it. 
The condition is that decide to be special for the Lord. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 19. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having the seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. The Lord knows those who are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from what? From iniquity. If you name the name of Christ, it says depart from iniquity. It's not that the beautiful women, we are not seeing them all. They are there. We are seeing them. They are all over the place. But because of the preciousness of the anointing and how we are vessels for the anointing. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Hey, you're fine, but the bitterness would, it is, it's good. It's, it's nice to cling on. I mean, when someone hurts you, it's nice when you're holding on to it. Yeah, you like, she hurts me. She did this to me. She did that to me. Ah, I'm not forgiving her. Not for the next two years. I mean, you would want to keep it. But for the sake of the anointing working in your life freely and working for you freely, you, it's your own interest to let it go. Tell the person, I'm forgiving this person. Hey, I'm walking in love. Because one of the things that clogs and prevents the anointing from flowing is not walking in love. It's hatred, variance, unforgiveness, bitterness, unf- unbelief, offense, all these things. Yes. It's wild. Well, you must make sure nothing, like there's nothing block. Listen, don't let anything block you. Do you understand? You want, the free, you want a free flow. You want to be able to understand the Bible as you are reading it. You want to go, hey, me when I read, God, God speaks to me. When I read, God speaks to me. I tell you. Even when I'm moving, God speaks to me by the grace of God. By the grace of God. Yeah. And by what I'm telling you, like deciding that, let me just, let me try and keep myself. Let me be a shining light among this dark world. Philippians chapter 2, yeah. Philippians chapter 2, verse 14. Mm? Look at it. Do all things without memories and disputing. This is also one of the things. You murmur, you murmur because of offense, because of something you don't like. Yes, this call, like, oh, why are they worrying as well? It says, do all things without memories and disputings. When God gives an instruction, don't say, don't just say, son, oh, hey, I'm sorry, I don't have a be. When they, when they wake up, then, who are the day? Who are the day you are talking about? Who are the day? You are talking about the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, and the Pastor. Yes. That's what, that's what you are talking about. Do all things without memories and disputings. Next verse. That you may be blameless and harmless. Then it says, the sons of God without rebuke. It meaning that they are sons and daughters of God who have rebuke. They have rebuke. In the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom you shine as lights in the world. God wants us to shine as lights. Receive grace to shine wherever you find yourself in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the darkness will not come to you. Yes. I pray that the economic crunch will not affect you. Yeah. Wow. Following the voice of the Spirit. Allowing the Lord to be able to speak to you easily appreciating the anointing and changing your vessel in order for the anointing to be able to work. Yes. The anointing is in vessels. And the vessel must be able to contain the anointing. Mm? New wine, new bottles. Old wine, old bottles. If you want new wine, you want fresh anointing, or you want the anointing to be fresh in your life, you must change your vessel. You must change who you are. You must change your thought processes. You must become someone who is into reading the Bible. You must become someone who likes, who loves the Lord. Like a Christian. There are Christians who don't love the Lord. Church is a problem. Praying is a problem. 
Two minutes of prayer is a problem. Yeah. Every prayer meeting, you are out of it. Yeah. Yes. Then you have those who are also praying and are offended. They are in a prayer meeting, but they are offended. They are not happy. Yes. They are there because they have to be there. Not because they want to be there. Or they love what God is doing. But they, they, it's like they have to be there. It's their responsibility that they need to keep. God doesn't work like that. Yes. With joy shall you draw out of the wells of salvation. You need joy to draw. Every single thing you do for the Lord, you must do it with joy. You must do it with rejoicing. Without rejoicing, you can't. I mean, all this memory, when you become a shepherd, you love a coming, there's so much stress. Otilo, you have a problem. You have a problem. No joy. You should be counting it a privilege, a great privilege, to do what the Lord says you should do. It's a blessing to be doing something for the Lord. Every minister of state is, is grateful for being chosen because something is inside. If we have become shepherds for the Most High and ministers for the Most High God, we should be very excited. Yes. Rather than becoming bitter. It's an honor. Bitter and angry. Every time they say I should be this, they say I should do ushering, they say I should come and clean the chair. Who are the day? If you will not do it, leave it and go home. Because you are inheriting problems for yourself. Yes. Do it joyfully. Do it excitedly. Do it out of your heart. Yes. Do it out of your heart. Instead of complaining. Because it's only with joy shall you draw. You need joy to be able to draw out of the world of salvation. Without it, you can't access the beauties that come to salvation. Are you in the church or you have gone home? Yes. Do you like what I'm telling you? Yes. Go back to 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 19. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having the seal upon it. Let them that name the name. The Lord knows those who are his. That is 2 Peter, 2 Timothy, rather. 2 Timothy 2.19. Yes. The Lord knoweth them that knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Like, he wants you to leave iniquity. Because iniquity prevents the thing from flowing. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Joseph said, I will not do this against God and against my, 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 my master. Yeah. You should, you should have God in your, in your, in your God conscious. The place is quiet, pal. Wow. You, 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 like you have to be more conscious of, of the Lord. Yeah. You can't just be shouting in the church without doing what he wants you to do. No. No matter how, shout, how much shout you shout, if you don't mind him, he will not mind you. He says, draw nigh unto me and I'll draw nigh to you. If you draw nigh, I'll draw nigh. If you don't draw nigh, I'll also stay where I am. Yeah. That's how the Lord is. That is how the Lord is. Verse 20. In a great house, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold, of, of silver, and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Can you imagine? Next verse. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor. So you can be, you can choose to be a vessel unto honor, sanctified or separated unto God and meat for the master's use. You want to be meat and fit for the master's use. Like whatever God wants to do, he can call you and say, I want to do this through you. I want to give someone five million dollars for this project to be done. He will call you and give it to you. I have, I have, there's, there's a guy, one of the guys in our church, there are several of them, but this particular guy, the money that dies, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's crazy. I mean, the guy can have a million dollars coming to him in five months. Small boy, he's just 32 years old. Yes, one million dollars. Sharp, he's just coming. 
There are two things I've noticed. He honors God. He doesn't joke with God. His word, doing what God wants him to do. And I know he keeps himself. Yes, you must keep yourself. Honestly, you must learn how to... <laughs> Don't joke with it. Hmm? You must learn how to handle your body in sanctification and honor. Eh? Yes. First is a little chapter 4 verse 1. You must learn it. You have to learn. It's a learning process. Maybe when you came into the church, you were having sex with five people every week. Start learning to drop them one by one. And get to a place where you will be there without having sex with anybody. It may take three months. Learn it. It may take six months. Learn it. It may take one year. Learn it. Don't let it take ten years. You will lose too much. You should always know you are losing something. You should always know you are losing something. Yes. Go back, go back, go to verse, verse, verse 2. For you know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God. Even This is the will of God. This is God's will. This is God's will for your life. Even your sanctification. One of the points I gave for fruitfulness is to identify what God delights in and delights in the same. This is what I'm talking about. I'm just expanding it today for you. De- identify what God likes and like them so that the anointing can flow in your life. It's the anointing that makes you fruitful. Mm. Yes. yes. So that the anointing can work in your life. We are not changing levels because of the problems. Too many things. Our hands are, are in too many things. Too many, too many wickednesses all over the place. Too many wild things. Start dropping them by the help of the Holy Ghost. Start telling the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I need your help. You know your son. I'm a womanizer. My flesh. Help me. Help me, Holy Ghost. Hold my beggars. Oh Lord, you can be naked in your house and put your beggars <laughs> and say, to him, Lord, hold my beggars. Oh Lord, it's me again. Honestly, be, honestly, take it seriously. Unim delay. Delay. I'm not getting the one who does the TV show. I'm talking about delay in life. Delay. You see, Abraham was told by God to go to the land of Canaan, to go to a place where we show him. He should leave his father, he should leave his mother, he should leave his kinsmen, he should leave his family, he should leave everybody. When he was going, he carried his father. His father. Eh? He carried the source of his natural progeny, his natural life along. And he carried his nephew also from his natural progeny and followed him. His father's name, Terah, means delay his father yes his father delayed him for 10 years in obeying god's word because from, because he's from his natural progeny there are things that are natural i mean sexual feelings is natural the, the, the desire to lie about something and wiggle your way up the desire to bet and do this it's all it's natural you want to make quick money in it oh i mean it's natural it's natural but if you allow the naturalness to lead you, it will delay you in life. It has delayed many people. Some people have had it for 20 years, 30 years. Just, they are not changing it. And so the anointing cannot flow. 
The truth is what I'm telling. I'm telling you the truth. I mean, I have to give you the whole counsel of the Lord. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah. So try. Tell me about try. Ask the Holy Spirit. Help me. That is what grace is for. Grace is to help you in your time of need. You procure grace to help you in your time of at the moment when you feel like doing what you are not, you know you are not supposed to do. Lord, help me. Hold me. Hold me. Oh. You don't hold me. Uh, it will be it, I don't want to disgrace myself, Lord. <laughs> help me. I'm giving the solution. Oh. Help me. Lord, help me. Help me not pick this guy's calls anymore. Help me block him. And block him for real. Help me. Lord, help me. Help me block this lady. Yeah. Help me not install those apps anymore. The betting apps. Help me not install them. The hookup apps. Yes. You're having sex with people you don't know. Dating apps. And with people you know too. Hey. I'm feeling bad that I'm sharing what I'm sharing. I feel, I feel like I am I didn't even intend to talk about it but it's like when I made that one point it's like it's not, it's not ending God is flowing yes learn to handle he says you must it is the will of God go back to second first Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 2 now for you know for this is the will of God even your anticipation that you should abstain from what it's specific. It says, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication. That's the will of God. Next verse, verse 4. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel, that is his body, in sanctification and honor. Because it's that same vessel that needs, that the anointing is going to work through. So it's either fornication is working in it, or the anointing is working in it. It's, 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 it's either stealing is working in it, betting is working in it, Bitterness, unforgiveness, unbelief is working in it. Or faith, love, hope, joy, purity is working in it for God to do what he wants to do. So receive grace to live the life that God wants you to. Grace is help. It's to help. Help you in time of need. Okay? Yeah. Hallelujah. Not by might. Not by power. Yes, there are a lot of choices you have to make because of the anointing. Yes, because of the anointing in my life, I can't go here. There are some parties you shouldn't attend. Just as the Spirit of God is here and the Spirit ministers to people, there are devils and demons in nightclubs, in pubs. Just as these seats are anointed to have the Spirit of God enter you. In fresh levels. There are also seats in those places that are also anointed with demons to enter you. Enter your mind so that you realize that you can't believe God much. The word of God is coming, you are doing something else. Yes. The word of God is coming, you are watching Instagram. You're on Facebook. As the word of God is coming, watching status. Because the mind has been so influenced by demons to the point that it cannot submit to God. Carnalities. Their carnal mind cannot, cannot submit to God. It's enmity against God. You see what I'm talking about? Yes. So there are some places you shouldn't go. 
Because some things can enter your mind. Demons cannot possess your spirit immediately. But they can, they can obsess. Which one? Your mind, right? And oppress your body. But there are some sicknesses people have, Christians have. That is demonic. And there are some mindsets that some Christians have. That is demonic as well. The devil is controlling their minds. Like you can't, you can't, you can't. When the thought comes to you, you can't shake it off. It becomes a strong possessive force that you cannot control. And say, it's okay, my friend. For a long time. It will just be there for a long time. Yeah. Because of certain places and certain people you expose yourself to. Certain encounters, sexual encounters you had with somebody. Whatever you did, God has forgiven you. God is commanding you to live in his light so that his anointing can work in your life. I want God to be able to speak to me without any problems. I want to be a vessel that the Lord can use. Yes, at any time, for anything, for any work. Yes. I want I want my prosperity to not be hindered. Yeah. For some of us, our prosperity is hindered because of disobedience. We are just disobedient to God. Yes. We are not fornicating, we are not doing anything, we are not doing it. We are good people, but we don't give tithes. We don't give offerings. We don't do what God says to do. We don't give first fruits. Tithes quite a manner first fruit. First fruit is out. It's out. Offerings, no. You give small. Small, 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 small. One percent. Zero point five percent. Receive grace to give all the ten percent. Receive grace to give your offerings without any problems. I'm praying for you. Receive grace to walk in obedience to God. The Bible says, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat of the good of the land. You must be willing and must be obedient. Are you in the church? Yes. I want the anointing to work for me. Yes. I want the anointing to work for me. I want it to flow in my life. I want fruit. I want fruit. I don't want any. There are diseases of plants that prevent them from bearing fruit. Many diseases of plants. You see that the, the branch has started developing some, some things, yeasts, different things. The branch, it's, it's not all the branches. You see that one branch starts developing it and then it starts affecting every other person. Fungal infections, whatever. So many things. It just cuts the fruitfulness. These are some of the things that cuts your fruitfulness. And you must make sure they are, they are not there in your life. You must make sure the Holy Spirit is helping you. Receive the help of the Holy Spirit to do what God wants you to do. Yes, God wants you to possess your vessel in sanctification and in honor of Him. In honor of God. Like, because of God, I can do it. That's what I say. But I get I will do. But for the sake of the Lord. I want to be where God wants me to be. Yes. You are home. Instead of being in church. You are exposing yourself to wrong things. Do you know where all of David's problems came from? David's problem came from missing church service. All of David's problems. With his children. Everything. Came from one day. Can you put it up? First Kings. Second Samuel chapter 11, rather. <laughs> Second Samuel 11, 1. And it came to pass that after 
the year was expired. That at the time when kings go forth to battle, this is the time when kings go forth to battle. A time when kings must go and fight. It's time for church service. We are fighting for the, the kingdom of God. Yeah. Time for evangelism. We are doing this Friday. Evangelism is coming up. Time. Don't be in the house. You'll be shocked at what to come. You'll be shocked at what to come. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do at Kwewu? I will go to Kwewu, but I will go to Kwewu on Sunday. And I'm not going to Kwewu to go and whatever. It's family. I have family there. So I'm going for family meetings. Yes. And I'm going after, after everything. After Sunday, everything is done. Then I'll drive there. Yeah. Not going on Thursday. Chilling on Friday. Chilling on Saturday. Having sex with many people I don't know. And then, no, we don't, that's not why we are there. Hey, Charlie, what, what's, what is working in my life? It's precious for me. I don't want to lose it all. Sure, you think it's, it's, do you think it's a small thing for these things? So things will be happening just like that. No, 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 no. I don't want to lose it. Sure. When I, I don't want problems. I don't want God to say, Michael, the guy is not interested anymore. So let's look for another person. Let's look for another person. And God is always looking for other people. If you don't know, Christianity is like a football match. There's someone who plays a position you play, who is on the bench, jogging, waiting for your leg to break, for him to come and come and pray. He's praying and jogging and all of that for your leg to break. Yeah, the marriage you want, someone wants it too. Yeah, yeah. Someone wants your position. I tell you, every position is under serious competition. Yes, someone wants your position. Yes, yes. A better neighbor, you come and inherit what you have. And that would be it. David almost lost it. When kings were supposed to go to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon and the besieged Rabbah. But David tarried still at Jerusalem. He didn't go. He was in a place of comfort instead of going where he was supposed to go. So church services happen. You see, I'm not going. Stay in the house. You have exposed yourself to the devil in a very wild way. Yes. It was when God left Adam that Satan came. When the presence of God left, Satan came. So when you when you, you, you are not in the place where the presence of God is, Satan comes. Yes. Almost all your problems that has come with whatever has come because the presence of God was not around you in a certain way. You are not created a certain kind of presence, atmosphere around you. Yes. This is when he met, he saw Bathsheba. David has several wives. But when he saw this body, he couldn't resist. Whose wife is this? That was what he said. Next verse, verse 2. Yes. She was living by his house all the while. Yes, she had just married and come there actually. Yes, fresh marriage. Yes. And it came to pass on the evening tide that David arose from his bed, from off his bed, and walked upon the roof of the king's house. He didn't have anything to do. Idleness. He was just moving around. Enjoying the kingdom. Wow. Ah, that's. Oh. Yeah, what a blessing. Then when he moved around, he saw. Hey. Hey. And David arose from off his bed and walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof, he saw a woman washing herself, bathing Sheba. Live. <laughs> and the woman was very beautiful to look upon. It's not that he didn't have some, some we had plenty. Abigail was said, the Bible says, God, Abigail was also beautiful. Everybody was beautiful. Yeah. David was married to. King Saul's daughter. That's a princess. Beautiful. This one is not a princess. 
Wrong taste. You're my phone. When you miss church service and you are home like that, you see that you are feeling that some feelings are coming that are not supposed to be there. Yeah. I tell you. And that was it. The guy lost, he lost four sons because of this woman. Four sons. One, two, three, four. And almost lost the kingdom. God said, I would have taken the kingdom of, from, of, God, of the kingdom from you. Yes. Because of one or two things. So I would, I would have taken it from you. Wow. That is wild, though. Mm. Which you should be. I mean, try. And tell the Lord. Try by telling the Lord. We don't try by not telling the Lord. We just move by our might and by our mind and by our power. So we always fail. We must learn to employ His mind, employ His power, and we will not fail. What do you think about what I'm saying? So receive grace. Tell anybody, receive grace. Tell the neighbor, receive grace. grace. Tell the neighbor behind you, receive grace. grace. To do what God wants you to do. God wants you to be special to him. Okay? That's why I'm talking to you. For the sake of the anointing. For the sake of the anointing. I'm not going to dishonor God. I'm not going to disrespect God. I'm not going to tell, say, or do whatever I'm not supposed to do. I'll do what God wants me to do. So that his word can work in my life. So that I can be a vessel. Chosen. Hmm. Chosen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Samson lost it. Yes. You remember Samson? Samson was in love with the wrong people. Solomon lost it. Because he was in love with the wrong people. Yes, wrong people. You can fall in love with the wrong person. Terry, 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 Terry Bess. Eh? <laughs> Terry Bess. Terry Bess. Yeah. Hmm. You can be lying about what you're not supposed to lie about. God doesn't like it. One day God told me, the reason why this church is not growing is because of a lack of sanctification. We are we are standing at a point, and a brother of ours was it either me or him had a vision. Was me? Eh? Ah, it was me. I had a no. This was an something that looked like an octopus with many tentacles that was pulling. I think it was me that was pulling many people into it. Many, many of our people pulling them like that. Yes. And I saw a name. There was a particular guy pulled. When I, when I saw it pulled, that, part, that, that was the face that came. Yes. When I saw the I knew what it was. Yes. A lack of sanctification. Yeah. And I had to embark on a campaign to try and sanitize our system. Yes. Because without, I mean, the thing will not work. It will be stunted. The thing is not growing. You, you, you water. Pray, do a lot of things. There's an Achan in the system. An Achan has taken off their casting. Yes. An Achan has stolen a tithe. An Achan has stolen a first fruit. An Achan has taken someone's wife. An Achan has slept with who he's not supposed to sleep with. Yes. And there's a problem. So the thing is, it has affected everybody. It's wild though. It's very wild. So we see grace to not be an Achan. Receive grace to not be an Achan. 
received grace to be a Joseph who honors God and who loves God and who wants God to use him. Yes. I see God using you. I see the anointing flowing in your life without any restrictions. Yes. Nothing is going to restrict the, the flow of the anointing in your life. Because of the information that God has given to you today, the anointing is flowing, flowing, peacefully, flowing, peacefully, flowing. The river is 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 flowing. I see the river of God flowing. 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 Flowing without any inhibitions. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Marodolobashi. Manonobeli. Mezolobaya. Mani Krastenemino. Malerebar Diglestenemina. Mola, 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 Mola. Mola, 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 Mola. Reka Kamalo Hoshe. Mezolo Brada. Mezolo Brada. Malegadabaya. Menini Kaza. Paro de Lebe. Malore de Deba. Falogadabai. Falogadabai. Malo Hallelujah. Sit down for two minutes. I'm not done. Let me show you this last thing. There's one last thing the Lord says I should show you. Can I show it to you before I go? You need, you need the river of the Spirit. Yeah. You need the river to be flowing. If you put something in a river at this point, will you see it again? Why? Because river flow, the river flows. A river is a sign of change all the time. Do you get it? Mm. Because a river is always flowing. One of the dangers of swimming in a river is that you'll be at, you, they are under, you may not see it on top of it, but under, there are so, there's so much high, way, way, wild currents that are flowing that can kill you. Yes, that's what, that's what, what turns, the, the pressure that the, the, the rivers have is what turns whole turbines for us to have electricity. It's wild. Now, the Holy Spirit is described as a river. If you read in, in Genesis chapter 2, you see a river that parted into four. Okay? Can you show it to us? Verse, verse 10, Genesis chapter 2, verse 10. It says, And a river went out of Eden to the garden, and from thence it was parted and it became into four heads. The river parted and became into four heads. This same river is also found in the New Jerusalem. In the New Jerusalem, in Revelation chapter 21, there's no sea. In Genesis, Genesis, uh, Revelation 21, verse 1, the Bible says that, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth, and there was no more sea. Do you see? Then when you go on to chapter 22, you see, he says, and I saw the throne of God. Go to verse, chapter 22, verse 1. You like Revelations. There are things in Revelations that you should know. There are rivers. There's a river. Hmm? Jesus said that the one who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow river. He didn't say out of his belly shall flow seas. He could have said sea. 
It shows you that the river is there's something significant about rivers. About the river. I'm not saying go and stand by a river and do something. I'm talking about the river of the spirit. Actually, the, the river that you find in the word of God is actually symbolic of the spirit. Okay? And it is symbolic of the flow of the spirit that brings changes. The rivers are not, they don't, they don't, it moves all the time. Moves all the time. One of the reasons why animals can be captured easily by human beings is because animals go to the same places all the time. They don't change location. If an animal, if you set a trap here for an animal and it didn't catch it, it will come back there all the time. Have you ever watched these antelopes going to drink from a river that has crocodiles in it? They know that there are crocodiles in it, but they keep going there and the crocodiles keep catching them. Someone will go to catch their daughter, and then he will also go and they'll catch it, and then the father will also go and then they'll... all of them go. They, it's because they, they don't move. One of the things that happens through the spirit, as you follow the spirit, and as the anointing works in your life, you don't stay at one place in the spirit, so the devil cannot catch you. It's you are safe when you follow the spirit because the spirit is always moving. It's always moving. I don't know if you I, I don't know if you are spiritual enough to understand what I'm saying. The spirit is always moving, moving. You see, yes. So when the when the devil comes to come and tempt you at, at this particular position in the spirit, he can't find you there because you have you've moved on. Maybe he thought that that because the last time he came, you were having problems with the word, and you were have, so he could tempt you with the word. He could tempt you with other things. He could tempt you with bitterness. But as you follow the spirit, you see that you move from that particular state to another state in the spirit, where bitterness is not a problem for you anymore. Why? Because you've been following the spirit over the period and the spirit keeps moving you. You are being moved. The challenges are not the same. You just, you just keep moving. Keep moving. You see, and it's one of the main things you, you should want to happen in your life. Because the move of the spirit or the flow of the spirit is what makes you have results and puts you in safety. You can't be, you can't, the devil cannot get you. You can't be apprehended. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't be caught. Because you are following the spirit. And one of the major things God says you should do is to follow him. Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. So the spirit is moving. And as you follow the spirit, you also keep moving. You also keep moving. You are just changing levels all the time. We are called to change. The Christian call is a call to change. And be not conformed to this word, but be transformed. Romans chapter 8. Eh? Verse 30 what? Verse 31 and th- 31. 30, 31. And be not conformed to this, but be transformed. That's sorry, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Yes. Then there's another one in, in Romans chapter 8, verse 30. Eh? He wants us to conform to the image of a son. Isn't it? Remember, whom he did predestined, then he also called. And whom he called, then he also justified. And whom he justified, then he also glorified. 29, rather. Go to 29. But whom he did for no. He also did present to be conformed to the image of his son. The word conform means to change into. So that we are called to change. We are called to change. The renewal of the mind is a change, transformation. Are you understand what I'm saying? Like you must never stay. This year you must change levels in the spirit. And not stay at the same level so that the devil cannot get you. Does it make sense to you? I'm showing the other side. Okay? Because some Christians level never change. Always stays at the same level. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse, verse eighteen. Look at Second Corinthians three eighteen. We are with, but we are with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory. 
even us by the Spirit of God. All the change is by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God who is the one who leads the change because it's a river. If you are flowing with the river, you, you can't stay at the same place in the river. You, you just keep going. If you put a canoe on it, you'll be shocked. It will just keep going and keep going. It's a means of transportation. The, the waves and the current is a means of transportation. Transport you from one level to another. And we are called to change from one level to another. To look more like Jesus. Then in Revelation chapter 21, look at Revelation 22 verse 1. Sorry, 22 verse 1. That river that we see in Genesis, we also see that the river too is working in, in, in Revelation chapter 21, 22. Like in the, at the end of the day, there's a river that is going, that is making the tree of life bear all manner of fruits. Look at this. And he showed me a pure river of water of life. It's called the river of life, which is the Holy Spirit. No be so. The Holy Spirit is the river of life. Living waters. If, the, if you've read it, you know. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. He's talking about the same Holy Spirit. He says, and he showed me a pure river of, of water of life. Remember, it's pure. It's what? Pure. So he only works with pure, pure things. Pure, honestly. And he showed me a pure river of water of life. Clear as crystal. Proceeding out of the throne of God and the Lamb. Proceeding. The Spirit of God is the one who proceeds. It's getting deeper. Do you understand what I'm saying? John chapter 16, John chapter 15, verse 21. Verse 26, sorry. John 15, 26. But when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which what? Which what? Are you asleep? Which proceedeth from where? From the Father. The river that we are seeing in Revelation chapter 22 also proceeds from the throne of the Father and of the Lamb. He doesn't mention the Spirit. Why? Because the Spirit is the one that is proceeding. He's proceeding as a river. Are you seeing it? What's the purpose of the... I'm just saying all these things to show you the purpose of the river. That you shouldn't miss in your life. Like, do everything to make sure this river is flowing in your life. And that you are being transported all the time in the Spirit. Do everything possible. Kneel down and tell Holy Spirit, help me keep myself. Because it can prevent you from enjoying the benefits of the river. Look at the benefits. This he showed me a pure crystal, blah blah, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, in the middle of the street of the city, and on either side of the river was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded the fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Who is the tree? You are the tree. You and I are the trees. We are the trees. And the flow of the river is what gives us water of life. To bear to different manner of fruit. Like your life is always fruitful. Psalm 1, verse, verse 1, 2, 3. Eh? Bless the man who does not... You see, walking, standing in the seat of discomfort. He says, bless the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. It's a problem. To walk in the counsel of the ungodly, it's a problem. It will prevent the river from flowing in your life. Not standing in the way of sinners, it will prevent the river from flowing. Not seated in the seat of discomfort, it will prevent the river from flowing. He says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in him does he meditate day and night. He shall be. He shall be. That guy, that woman, that lady shall be. That child shall be like the tree planted. We are trees. And we have the life of God in us. We are the trees of life, if you like. We are it's just a symbolism. You see, he shall be like a tree planted where? By the rivers of water. Which river is that? The Holy Ghost. 
the Holy Ghost. Your meditation plants you by the river. Your shunning these things plants you by the river so that you can bear all the fruit. He says, He shall be like a tree planted by the river of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. In his season. Every season is a season of fruits. His leaf also shall not wither. Remember, in Revelation chapter 23, the leaves of the trees are for the healings of the nations. Your life brings healing to people. Your life brings healing to people. I don't know about you, but I want my life to bring healing to people. Yeah. I don't want my life to destroy people's lives. My life is destroying many ladies' lives. My life is destroying many young people's lives. I want my life to be a healing. My leaves, my fruits, yes, will be a healing to people. Yes. His leaves also shall not wither. And everything, whatsoever he doeth, shall prosper. The flow of the river is what causes you to bear 12 manner of fruit every month. In other words, every month there's fruit in your life. There's something you can point to. There's a change that you can point to. Something has happened. Because we are called to change. We are called for change. You see that your life is just progressing, going forward gradually, going higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. No stagnation. With the flow of the river, there's no stagnation. There's no barrenness. Always bearing fruits. Which bear 12 months of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. I see you yielding fruit every month. You will not be barren. Barrenness is cursed from your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I said barrenness is cursed from your life. Yes, fruits are produced in your life every single month. Different types of fruits are produced in your mouth, in your life. And your leaves are for the healings of the nations. Yes, your life, your words, your, the leaves, you see, leaves. Leaves has something called stoma on it. Isn't it? The stoma is what, is what we call the stomata. We have stomata. Okay? It's the same word stoma, which is the, the mouth, which is the edge, of, the edge of a weapon. So what he's saying is that your words... Your leaves are your words. May not, did you catch it? Your leaves are what? Your words. So your words bring healing to the nations. Well, that's why when, when you pray for people, when you pray for things to happen, it starts happening. My leaves are for the, for, the, for the healing of the nations. I am not ordinary. My leaves are for the healing of the nations. Because of the flow of the rivers of living waters. Out of my spirit. Because I'm planted by the rivers of living waters. I will never lack. I will never go down. I keep bearing fruit all the days of my life. Fruits on every side. And my leaves, my words, as I speak, they happen. Yes. A pastor who wants his words to work must, must flow with the spirit. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're, as you are saying, it's happening. Yes. The river is pure, brother. You have to be pure. I tell you. Fight to be pure. It's a fight. That must not end until you die. Fight. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to touch any lady. I'm not going to do any of those things. I'm not, I want to, but I won't. I'm not going to lie. I want to. I, I, don't, I, I want to lie and escape, but I won't do it. I want, I want to keep the tight. I want to keep the temp, but I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll do what God wants me to do. Yes, I'll not disobey him. I'll keep flowing so that his river can work in my life. So that rivers of living waters can issue out of me. Rivers that will become a, 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 a river. River for people, others to flow in. Yes, that's my life. That's my life. That's my life. I will never go down. I will never go down. You will never go down, brother. You will never go down, sister. The devil thought he had taken you. The devil thought he had destroyed your life. The devil thought that everything was going to end in your life. But I came here to tell you that this is the beginning of a new phase in your life. This is the beginning of a flow with the river of the Spirit. You are going to start flowing with the river of the Spirit. From today, all those things are falling off your life. 
grace has been released upon you to live for the Lord. Grace has been released upon you to be, to be pure, to purge yourself, for the river to work, for things to flow in your life, for you to bear fruits. You will start bearing fruits. I came to announce to you that it's a season of fruitfulness for you. You will not be barren. You will bear fruits every single season. Every single season of your life. Whatever makes you barren is cursed today in the name of the Lord Jesus. I curse what makes you barren in the name of the Lord Jesus. I declare fruits for you. Fruits for you. Fruits for you. Fruits for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. You are blessed on every side. The devil is a liar. He will not win you. He will not use you as an agent to destroy people's lives. Your leaves are the heat for, for the healing of the nations. As you speak, people are healed. As you speak, people's, people's lives are changed. That's your life. You are a life builder. You are a life changer. You are a life builder. You are a life changer. And no demon hazard of hell can touch you or change that in the name of the Lord Jesus. I see you ascending the holy hill of the Lord with clean hands, with clean hearts, with a pure heart, with clean hands and with a pure heart. Yes. All the debt is taken away. All the debt is taken away. I see the Lord clothing you with the robe of righteousness. Clothing you with the robe of sanctification. He's clothing you, clothing you right now. Clothing you right now. Like Joshua the priest stood before the Lord. Dirty. And the devil was pointing of accusing fingers. The Lord is here today to tell you that he's putting you, he's derobing you of all the dirty robes and putting upon you the robes of righteousness. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord is doing that for you now. He's doing that for you now. He's doing that for you now. It's a new face of resolute, resolute decisions for Jesus Christ. Resolute choices for Jesus Christ. For my Jesus' sake and for the gospel's sake. For my, for my father's sake. For the flow of the anointing's sake. I will not get into that. Yes. For his sake. I will not get into that. In the name of Oh yes. Father, help your children. Father, bless your children, Lord. Yes. I pray for every soul in this church. Father, thank you for putting us on a new path of purity and sanctification for your power and your spirit to flow in our lives. We are grateful. We are thankful. I kneel to say thank you for bringing a change into our lives. Thank you so much for the change. Thank you for newness, for a new face of spirit-filled young people full of the power of the Holy Ghost, bringing healing to many who bear fruit every single month. No single month of barrenness in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we are grateful. We are thankful. Thank you that this church is entering, has entered its new phase of growth. Thank you that this place will be full until this place is not convenient anymore. Thank you that seats are packed outside. From this day forward, seats are packed outside. Yes, fruit on every side. And it's reflected in every single individual's lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for fruits, for financial buoyancy, for health like never before, and for open doors. The Lord says he's setting before you an open door that no man can shut. Yes. Because of this chain, the Lord has set an open door before you. 
and I see you walking through it majestically into your glorious destiny from henceforth. Delays are over. It's a time for fruits in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.